Good morning. <laughs> All right. First Wednesday of the new year. Thank you guys for tuning in. And before we get started, let's hear from one of our sponsors. Uh, who do we pick today? Let's pick Yvette to start us out for the new year. Your clients are most concerned with their six dollars to $7,000 air conditioning unit in their home when it's triple-digit heat here in Arizona. And Over Public Home Protection has got you covered. On our platinum plan, if we cannot repair, we replace with no age restriction. Yes, entire air conditioning unit systems. We also cover a thousand in modification that's always necessary when we replace units. And we have no pound or dollar limit on refrigerant. Most home warranty companies now have a pound or dollar limit on the R22 refrigerant because it's tripled in cost or they don't cover it at all. And we will cover that with no pound or dollar limit. Remember old Republic Home Protection on your next contract. We greatly appreciate your business. All right, guys. Thank you for watching. You know, if you're looking for different results this year, um, it, it's up to you to make it happen. Now, that's good news and that's bad news. You know, the good news is that it is in your control. The bad news is... It's in your control. It's in your control. <laughs> you know, and the bad news is, you know, um, it's hard to change. Look, every year, New Year's resolutions and people just think something magically is going to happen. And and look, as human beings, we're creatures of habits. Um, that's why... Um, we develop routines in our life because we like to be creatures of habit and anything that disrupts the routine causes anxiety and people don't like anxiety. So, you know, this, this week on midweek mind freak, we're going to share some of the skills that are hard to learn, but I guarantee not only will it pay off forever, but you will see results and you will see a massive change in your life. So welcome to this year's first Midweek Mind Freak. Chuck and Angela run multiple million-dollar companies. They are members of Riz Media's Billionaire Club, have coached and mentored thousands of agents, and are international speakers. They say by radically changing your mindset, not only can you change your outlook on life, but affect the actual results you obtain. Welcome to Midweek Mind Freak. You know, for a lot of us growing up, we had parents that say, go to school, get a good job, get good grades, um, get married, have kids. And you're just going to live a great life. Well, you know, I'm not saying any of those things are bad, but, you know, our parents wanted us to be safe and they, they just thought that's what everybody else did. And times have radically changed because successful students these days are, are usually left with these burdens of debt and jobs that really don't require some of the skill sets that are taught in school. Um, so even the, sp the smartest brains out there that studied with these hopes of uh, having their skills and their education get them these great jobs and change their lives, 
um, never really get to put that into practice. Um, you know, but luckily things are changing and um, diplomas are losing importance and, and credibility. And that's because of the way the world is functioning is radically changing on what is important, what skill sets are really important. You know, they, they did a study and uh, I just want to talk about this just for one second, that um, 60% of all Americans report that they, they need a raise of about six to 10,000 a year just to live comfortable, six to 10,000. Um, these people aren't happy. Less than, only less than 20% are happy with their current income. And they hate their jobs. And they hate their jobs. Yeah. You know, for some, these numbers are kind of frightening. Um, but for those who are ready to change, um, they bear lots of opportunity in this world we live in. And if you want to potentially earn more money, increase the quality of your life, and, and there are certain skills that you need to master. You know, like I say, if you want to live a beast life, um, little Thank shout you know. out to my buddy, <laughs> Phil. Um, it isn't always uh, uh, easy, but I'm going to tell you the things that we're going to go over, these skill sets are definitely worth learning. You guys really should, you uh, need to listen carefully and think how you're going to apply these things to change your life. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to talk about this. Look so, at you with your curly hair today. You have like little curly I hair. I have a little bit of curls in my hair. You do. Podcast listeners can't see curls, it. I'm so sorry. Bangs. Wow. Little... <laughs> I always have bangs. Who's this? Like <laughs> <laughs> bangs every day. Um, so I'm excited about this concept. Some of them I know deep down in my core that they've been important. I've known for a long time, and and we have both made concerted efforts to improve in the areas, but some of them, man, do I need to work on as well. So I'm excited to share these with you. The, the first thing I want to talk about is in school, when I listened to my kids and even when I was a teacher, this thought process of help kids have self-esteem bugs the crap out of me. What is this? Like, shucks. gee, guys, let's, gee, have, really let's all have good self-esteem. It's They're close, but that's not quite it. Because the keys to success are not nece necessarily your natural ability or having the right product or being in the right field or even having a blessed background or some certain IQ. It's confidence. And confidence isn't something that you just say, I'm going to have confidence today. It's it. Confidence is a muscle that you need to develop and that you need to build. And it needs to have some real life stuff behind it. You know, you need to learn things and practice and, and become excellent in order to, to oh, foster you mean confidence. People have to do something. Is that what you're saying, Angela? <laughs> I am Chuck. Okay. <laughs> so, so it's so funny because with confidence comes passion and bravery and fire and belief in yourself. But it doesn't come just by envisioning it. It comes with this massive action um, behind it and learning what you're getting good at and what you need to get better at. When you're full of confidence, and I know this from experience, Chuck and I will see what most people see as a problem and we'll think it's an opportunity or something that's a stumbling block or a wall that paralyzes people become a stepping stone for us, right? And it's something, something that becomes a solution 
And you got to wire confidence into yourself with actions and knowledge and experience. And you're in control of taking the action, getting the knowledge and going and getting the experience with massive action. Confidence is a decision, a practice and a muscle you build up. You, you know, and, and it's funny because um, whenever I look at palm trees, when it's windy out, just like the other day, it made me think of they, they had built that biosphere. that biosphere and without wind or anything like that. And the roots couldn't take hold. You, you know, that's like the confidence in your life. It's the adversities. It's the challenges. It's, it's the everyday things in life is what makes you stronger and gives you more confidence. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I tell you, I, I think that is one of our strong points and it's not conceded. It is confident. The more we do and do and do. It's active. It's yeah. not passive. Yeah. Here's confidence right now. Uh, Tracy, yes, th- we're hoping this one will be the best year yet. She says, happy new year. This will be the best year yet. So anyway. Um, the next one uh, is stop whining. For heaven's sake. Stop oh, whining. my gosh. You, you know, we, 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 we expect kids to whine. Matter of fact, kids are very open about their whining. Um, but I'm going to tell you, some adults are way worse whiners than their kids. That's way more annoying. You, you know, um, but, but adults try to hide their whining um, into casual conversation. Um, I'm very in tune to that. I, I watch. So like if you ask someone how they're doing, see how long it takes before the conversation uh, degenerates into whining and complaining. And like, you know, any of these sound familiar? Oh man, I'm working so hard. I'm so busy. And the kids and the the bills and the economy and oh, what's going it's It's just, God, it's unbecoming. Um, yeah. And it, and it borders on, like we say, victim mentality, you, you know, so I, I wanted to figure out why do people whine so much? And, and I come up with two reasons why I think uh, adults whine. One is they crave attention. They crave attention. They want people to feel sorry for them. They want people to go, oh, if I share my woes and another person might feel like that, that empathy and um that they're not alone in the world. You know that that phrase, misery loves company. Yeah. They want company. And um, whiners want people to feel their pain. And you know what? Really, it doesn't work that way anymore. It's not a constructive thing. Well, and, and look, don't get me wrong. There are some people that go through some tough that you are to come alongside of them and have empathy. But I'm talking about the people that every time you Habitual. talk to them. Yep. You, you know who they are. It's those people like, oh, God. And what the, what do they do is they suck the life out of you, and you don't want to be around them. The other one is, believe it or not, some people want to feel admired. They feel like like they're, they're martyrs. Oh, that, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? That if, oh, my gosh, I so can't believe you like, fight through that. Yeah, that's it. So you're giving all of your things. So you, so someone pats you on the back and says, wow, you're so strong or you're so whatever. Oh yeah. That like, mm-hmm. and I know it sounds a little jacked up, but I think there's a tinge of that in there. And and I watch some people who do that, who, who it's like their hardships they're they're working through that really aren't hardships. And yeah. yeah well, their whole demeanor change is like, Hey, how are you? How are you? Oh man, I've been better. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, here it comes. 
Yeah. If, if the funny thing is if someone wants attention and craves attention, there's you want to attract the right attention. So the the whole flip side of that attitude would attract actually people who could lift you up instead of come down with your wine with you. Yep, there's my good buddy. Yes, life is too short to be miserable. That that is so true. I'm going to tell you, being miserable just sucks, and and it's an, an attitude. That's why we're teaching you these skills. So, so the so the next one, I was listening to Simon Sinek. He was talking about the concept of listening. Krista did. Krista did make a good point. Yeah. You get those certain people you don't you even don't want even to ask how them. they're doing. That's they, right. They, they almost <laughs> want to pry that. That you, they want you to ask them. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm like, don't ask, don't ask. You just ask them. <laughs> so that's funny. So anyway, I was listening to Simon Sinek. He was talking about the concept of listening. I love the way he talked about it. He actually was referring to Nelson Mandela. And he Nelson Mandela was telling about one of the things that had made him and shaped him into such an extraordinary leader. And then went on to say that Nelson Mandela's father, who was a tribal leader, um, taught him how to be wise in meetings. And it had a couple of the wisdom had a couple of characteristics. First of all, they always sat in a circle, right? Facing each other. And then when something was discussed, his father would listen to everyone asking questions to make sure he understood what the speaker was saying. He didn't nod when he agreed with somebody. He didn't shake his head when he disagreed with somebody. He actually listened for the sake of seeking to understand. And I, I realize that most people, including me for sure, barge into a conversation with this is what we're talking about and this is my opinion. <laughs> and then say, what do you think? Well, the problem is, is good luck with getting people to tell you what they actually think or to speak honestly or, or openly with an approach like that. So we hear be a great listener, be an active listener. So it's not really that. It's not being a good listener. The skill is really being the last to speak your opinion. Listen ask questions to seek to understand the thoughts in the room. And then when you've really understood all of those things, you're going to, why are you laughing at me? Because then you'll have your time to say the things you want to say for impact. I'm terrible at this, by the way. <laughs> he wanted to interrupt me like seven times. I'm going to tell you right now. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, being a good listener. It's so hard. You know, Laura, Laura great point. They, yeah, there are some people, uh, uh, and Laura says, unfortunately, you cannot change those people, these are the whiners. Some people live and thrive in drama misery. You're yeah. so right. Um, and they drain you. But you, wait till you hear my last point. And um, this, this hopefully, the, the reason why we do this is sometimes somebody might just have that aha moment and go, shit, is that me? And and I do. That listening one. You, said, you know, oh, I, man, I, me. I, I, because I want to grow. I'm constantly listening, going, which ones do I fall short in? And which ones can I work on? We all fall short, all of us. Um, but being cognizant and being, um, but anyway, my, my last one, we'll, we'll touch on that. So are you done with your listening? I am. Thank you for waiting until I had everything out of my mouth. The next one <laughs> is being consistent. Um, you know, this, this falls on when I say trust the process that we, we quit too soon. One of the most important things that you have to realize, have to, this is like an imperative thing, guys, is when you grow into maturity, the, the power of consistency is the most important thing you're going to do to be successful. It will outshine everything else, just being consistent. 
It's not about being smarter. It's not about working harder. It's being consistent. And uh, it is that important. In order to achieve your goals and plan, you must be consistent in everything you do. It's I, I always think about the gym analogy. You know, somebody gets in the gym, they work out for a week, and they go, I don't see any changes. Like every person will look at them and go, are you an idiot? You ain't going to see changes in a week. And and that is the that is a prime example of the power of consistency. The the difference is with the gym and eating right and working out is you can physically see the changes, but the consistency from a work pattern that after a while, you know what you'll start to see changes your bank account, your income. Mm-hmm. It, it will happen, um, and many of the big leaders, the big successful people, I would almost say all of them. Um, they have a common theme. It's consistency. You know, looking at people like Elon Musk and Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg and uh, and and Jeff Bezos, the, the list goes on. Watch their beginnings. It was years, years of being consistent before things paid off. These people understood the power of consistency in life and adopted those tools to their work. And, and here's the crazy part. But they don't stop. These are massively successful people, but they still are being consistent in what they do. Um, And it becomes this habit. So uh, that is a powerful, powerful thing, guys. Be consistent, which goes to be impatient. And and my last one absolutely blew my mind when I thought about this. Let's hear what Rachel always got. You can never get too busy to practice consistency. Too many agents get caught up in busy work and they don't stay consistent in what got got them the busy work. Wow, that actually segues perfectly. It's like she's reading the next topic in my mind, right? And it has to do with managing your time. I I read this study and I was like, this is so true. Um, it uh, It had some really interesting results. In summary, The way that most people think they spend their time has no reflection on the reality of how they actually spend their time. So listen to a couple of these points. There are lots of them, but here's a couple. People wildly overestimated the time that they devoted to housework. (laughs) And they really underestimated the time that they actually sleep. They grossly overestimated how much time we work. One study took a bunch of people who claimed that they work at least 75 hours a week. They were off by at least 25 hours when they actually saw how many hours. And then uh, people who said, I I work between 65 and 74 hours a week, they were off by 20 hours. And it went on and on like that. Nobody accurately reflected the way that they actually work. So if people aren't doing housework as much as they think, they're sleeping way more than they say they are, and they work a lot less than they think, what are they doing? Well, this won't be shocking that people spend over 30% of their time checking messages emails, texts, Facebook, all of these things. So our calendars and in the way that we time block is another problem. We either don't time block at all. That's probably the majority of the population. Or when we do, we, we time block all this busy work and not the stuff that matters. So for example, we have blocks of 30 minutes, blocks of 15 minutes, maybe an hour, but I've rarely seen a calendar that put like time for meaningful creative tasks. And then the truth is we were created in God's image and God is a creator and we're supposed to be creating. Go look at your calendar. Show me in your calendar where you have 
50 hours to devote to a project over time that's truly creative in the, and your do, calendar. dollar producing activities. Yeah, because if you look at your calendar, you're wasting your day away with unimportant or less lesser important tasks. Yeah, and, and when you put it in the calendar, do not change it unless it was an extreme emergency. We, we always say this to people. If you schedule your hair appointment or your nails or, or a doctor's appointment. You don't miss it. You know, if a client wants to see a house, you go, can't make it between those times. But if it was prospecting, <laughs> all of a sudden, sure, I can make it. I got plenty of time. And it's because you don't view the importance of the dollar producing activity and and because you're probably lazy, but that's a whole different There's topic. So my last one, and, and this one falls back to is uh, what Laura had said is be honest with yourself. Now, now here's what I'm going to say. There's not one person who does not listen to this that should say, I don't have an issue in any of those fields. The question you should be asking yourself is to what extent I, I fall into those fields. And, and that's why I'm hoping that these people that live in drama or that are miserable may get honest with themselves and go, damn, that's me. Every time I speak. And you know what's funny? I'm going to share. We like sharing our personal stuff with people. Just the other day, just yesterday. What was it? What are you going to say? I'm I'm talking if you let me speak. (laughs) You see, it's called listen. Remember, that was your No, I was asking questions to understand. (laughs) But the other one we should have here is patience. I don't have that. Is, is I'm, I'm on a call, and, and yes, I tend to be a very combative person. Um, I just, I like to debate. You're and, good at it. Uh, and because I'm confident, no, <laughs> that's bad. That was bad. But I, I like to debate. And through this conversation with this company, they were saying things that I wanted to interject because it was rubbing me the wrong way, and I wanted to debate them. And, and here was the battle in my mind. And this should be the battle in all of your minds. Pick your battle. So I stopped. I shut my mouth. But then another opportunity came up. I go, I, now I need to say that. Nope, pick your battle. Stop being combative. Is it really worth that argument? Why are you saying? Is it from pride and ego? And do you see, I create, look, look, like we say, the battle starts in your mind, when you become aware of how you are in your person, there should be a battle. And I'm not going to say you're going to win all the time, but now you're going to stop lying to yourself that I'm like, sometimes it ain't healthy. Sometimes I shouldn't be doing it. And I went the whole conversation. It was about an hour conversation. High five. And did not <laughs> open my fat mouth. I can't believe you high five me. <laughs> <laughs> Because if I would have left you hanging, you would have been <laughs> whining. Blind. Yeah. Oh, so you. anyway, one of the biggest mistakes um, is that we we don't think we are that person. We lie to ourselves. Here's some of the things that people lie about. They think they're hard workers. Like Angela just said, do a time study. You'll see how hard of a worker you are. They they. They go, I, I don't do this. I don't do that. This is the reason. That's the reason. They, they, everybody's got an excuse. When you're brutally honest with yourself and you can say, I, I know what I know and I know what I don't know, 
you all of a sudden start to put into a, an element you could grow as a person that I, I can't stand, can't stand when I hear people say, I don't need to be in the training. Look, look I'm going to focus right now on EXP agents. Maybe you're my agents. I'm going to tell you right now, if you are not taking full advantage of what EXP has to offer, and then you bitch to me, <laughs> I and, totally and I just saw an agent do this. He literally said, I don't want to pay 20%. And somebody says, well, it's not paying the, the percentage. What's the value? And he goes, I get no value from that company. And I'm going to go, because you don't do shit. Yeah, you don't plug in. There is so much training. There is so much value. And I'm not just saying EXP. That's the company I'm at. I see it. Maybe your company has a lot of value too. I don't think as much as EXP, (laughs) but but stop bitching about your company and saying they don't offer nothing. And they might not. Uh, That might be true. But I'm going to tell you, if you say that at EXP, you're pathetic. I agree. And we have agents leave. You know, it's not like it used to be. Look, you don't do shit. Stop making lies to yourself. Plug in. And if you don't think you still need training, shame on you. I love getting training. training. I love being around bigger thinkers. I love being around people that are going to coach me, that are going to tell me what I'm doing wrong. And that's why I say who you're around matters. Be around bigger thinkers. And you'll still, don't ever say, I don't need that. So quite often... Change is about changing our mindset. Yeah, and you always have to work on that. It just doesn't happen by itself. Yes, Laura, self-awareness is huge. You know, you know I got I to gotta say something. That comment right there, self-awareness is what changed my life as far as a business person. I, I started to realize, look, I don't know it all. And I, I want to be around. And I want more. I want, I want, I want more and more and more. I want to learn, learn, learn. And, and that I will take responsibilities. When I don't work, I could see the results. Mm-hmm. When I work, I could see the results. So absolutely. That's called growth and maturity. Yeah. You know what? The other thing about self-awareness, Laura, like you said, it's huge. The, the other thing about self-awareness is it gives your mind pliability. Because if you if you know what you know and you know what you don't know, you're literally allowing your mind to be open to new possibilities, new information, new people, better circumstances. Because when you're not honest with yourself and you're not self-aware, you're closed-minded to all of that. Yeah, uh, Jim, exactly. The company you keep with matters, exclamation point. <laughs> I, I tell people, you, you have no idea how powerful that is is it's, it's just like proverbs 27 17 is iron sharpens iron one man sharpens another who's sharpening your iron and whose iron are you sharpening man it, it goes hand in hand and and i, I have to tell you I, I just want to just dwell on this lying to yourself one more time guys I, most people fail is because you just think you are that good you just think you're so much better than More everyone you else do. yeah I'm I'm amazed how many people think they work hard, and and I study. <laughs> wow, wow, blows me away, blows me away. Change your life, guys. So so back to the first comment. I am so excited about this year, and I mean that sincerely. There are 
there are a lot of things that um, that we're doing with our business. If you want to grow in your business and be around like-minded people, reach out. We want to help. You know, learning these skills is free. Ooh, good point. Is free. You don't have to pay for any of them. There's no schooling you got to go to. You master these things, and I guarantee you'll see a big change. Guys, like I said, hey, look, if you're in real estate and you want to surround yourselves with us, um, and God, I don't know why you would. No. <laughs> I do. Reach out. Um, you know, if, if you need help, if you want prayer, reach out to us. We love praying for people. We want to we want to see massive change in 2022. Stop relying on everyone else. Point that finger inward. Take control. There's so much resources out there, guys. We want to see you have massive success. Guys, we really appreciate you watching. Share this with other people. And, oh, oh don't oh. forget to vote for us. <laughs> guys, we still got this, mo this month. If you don't know what we're talking about, we were nominated by Success Magazine as one of the top 125 most influential people um, in the year of 2021. If you think that, we should get it. Fine. Go to go to 125.success.com. 125.success.com. Look us up. Find Chuck and Angela. And vote for us. You can vote for us every day if you are just feeling that love. Oh, there's my girl. Hey, Lauren. I miss your face. Yes. You <laughs> My own wife doesn't vote every day. I, no, I do. I'm kidding. Sometimes. Anyway, um, we appreciate you guys. And um, yes, uh, we're always offering prayer. Texas, call us. Whoever do you want us to pray for? Um, we do. And we are one of those people that pray. We actually do. It's amazing. Um, I know people that say they'll pray for you. And I'm like, who are you praying to? Nope. Sure. Okay. Anyway, time to leave the broadcast. <laughs> guys, um, have a great day. Welcome to the new year. God bless you guys.